Hi, I'm Carrie Hickenlooper with Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 7, And the Lord Did Visit Me. Hello and welcome back. If you had spring break last week, welcome back. Hopefully everyone is where they are supposed to be, including you. And I hope your day is going great. I want to say hi to all of those of you who are listening in Utah and in California. We have people in Arizona and Oregon and Texas, Nevada, Ohio, and Idaho, Illinois, New Mexico, Massachusetts. Hello to all of you. Hello to South Carolina and Pennsylvania and Georgia, Wisconsin and New York. Hello to Louisiana and to Washington. I am so grateful to be able to have this opportunity to to connect with you each week and speak about our Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ, and focus on what really matters. And I hope you're feeling strength as you Go throughout your week, and I hope it's giving you something, your mind, something to chew on, some type of virtuous thought that is constantly redirecting you back to our Savior. So this week, we're going to focus still on 1 Nephi chapter 2, verse 16. And hopefully I'm not frustrating you. We're so used to moving along the Book of Mormon so quickly, but I want to peel off some layers, and I want to peel off another layer today. Just a quick reminder, the family of Lehi has left Jerusalem and they have traveled in the wilderness for a couple of weeks and tension is growing. And finally, Father Lehi had to lay down the law with Laman and Lemuel. And through the Spirit, through the power of the Spirit, he testified to them boldly. I wish we knew exactly what he said. But whatever he said caused them to shake and they were confounded for a moment. And there was Nephi. He was also experiencing some probably mixed feelings about all of the circumstances that were happening to him and around him. But let's remember what Nephi's response to his circumstance was. He tells us that he had a great desire to know of the mysteries of God. And so where did that desire lead him? What did he do about it? He says, wherefore, I did cry unto the Lord. And what was the result? The result was, and behold, he did visit me. And I love that line. I have fallen in love with this line in the scriptures. Now, did the Lord actually appear to Nephi? I don't know. But isn't that what we do, though? We want to qualify it. We want to measure it. At what degree did the Lord visit Nephi? Was it face to face? Was it a heavenly messenger? Was it a feeling? Or was it simply just a thought that he had in his mind? We try to develop a ranking system to assign the degree of confidence that we should have in our spiritual manifestations. Without doubt, if it was a face to face encounter, for sure I would have confidence in that manifestation. But if it was just a thought that came to my mind, 
You see what we do there? We cheat ourselves out of the confidence that the Lord answers our petitions. Doing so allows doubt to creep into our mind that the inspiration that we're receiving in the moment might not be from Him. So does it matter how the Lord visited Nephi? Well, yes and no. I mean, yes, because Nephi will become one of the Lord's witnesses, and we do not want to minimize his testimony and experience. We want to lean on it. But at this point, how the Lord visited Nephi, in my opinion, plays little significance compared to what that visitation produced. Listen to his words, and it did soften my heart that I did believe all the words which had been spoken by my father. Wherefore, I did not rebel against him like unto my brother. Nephi was changed. His heart was softened. Whatever his confusing thoughts were, whatever questions he had in his mind, his heart was softened. He believed. He didn't rebel. He was converted. All because the Lord did visit him. So even if the Lord's visitation was simply a feeling, it made all of the difference in Nephi's life. Why? Because he allowed it to. And this is where I want to peel back a layer. What impact would be made on our personal relationship with Jesus Christ if we changed our language just slightly? Now remember, in the Godhead is God the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And remember, the Holy Ghost is the conduit that brings the witness of God and Jesus Christ to us. He enables us to feel their love and their power. The gift of the Holy Ghost, which we receive at baptism, enables us to always have his spirit to be with us, as long as we are being obedient to the covenants that we made with Father. Therefore, we too, when we are feeling the impressions of the Holy Ghost and the manifestations of this spirit, we too can say, And the Lord did visit me. That does something to me. That makes it personal to me. So if the Lord didn't visit Nephi face to face, how else would he have? And if we look at the footnotes of verse 16, there is a beautiful sermon all contained within those footnotes. In the Doctrine and Covenants, section 8, the Lord is tutoring Oliver Cowdery on how to receive revelations from the Lord. And the Lord in verse 1, in verse 1 he begins with a promise. He promises that Oliver will receive a knowledge of whatsoever things you shall ask in faith, with an honest heart, believing that you shall receive. So he begins with a promise to, to boost our confidence from the beginning. Whatever you ask in faith, with an honest heart, And if you're believing, you will receive it. He goes on then in verses 2 and 3 to tell Oliver how to recognize the Lord's communications. 
He says, Yea, behold, I will tell you in your mind and in your heart by the Holy Ghost, which shall come upon you, and which shall dwell in your heart. Now behold, this is the spirit of revelation. Behold, this is the same spirit by which Moses brought the children of Israel through the Red Sea on dry ground. So what this is telling me is that this method that he gave to Oliver is an ancient form of communication. It is the method the Lord has used to visit his children in their most desperate and needful moments. And if it is a good enough for Moses as he is leading a multitude of Israelites from Egypt, then I need to make this communication with the Lord good enough for me. How else does the Lord visit his children? Later on in the Book of Mormon, we're going to read in Alma chapter 17, verse 10. It says, The Lord visits his children with his spirit and said unto them, Be comforted. And they were comforted. Nephi, quoting the prophet Zenos, said that all of the house of Israel will be visited at the day of the Lord's mortal death. Okay, so how are they going to be visited? Some with his voice because of their righteousness unto their great joy and salvation. And others with the thunderings and the lightnings of his power by tempest, by fire, and by smoke and vapor of darkness and by the opening of the earth and by mountains which shall be carried up. What this prophecy tells me is that on the day of the Lord's death, all of God's children were able to proclaim that the Lord did visit me. For those who believe on the Lord's words, in D&C, section 5, verse 16, it says, Will I visit with the manifestations of my spirit, and they shall be born of me, even of water and of the spirit. So manifestations of the spirit, what does that mean? And what does that look like? Well, President Dallin H. Oaks gave a wonderful talk. Look it up. It's called Always Have His Spirit. And it's from October 1996. And these are some of the examples that he cites from the scriptures of how the spirit manifests itself to us. And in other words, how the Lord visits us. It says the Savior's final instructions to his disciples included the promise that he would send them the comforter. So when you are comforted, the Lord is visiting. The Holy Ghost can be referred to as the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord, or the Spirit. And the Holy Ghost dwells within us. And he teaches us all things and brings all things to our remembrance. He guides us into truth and shows us things to come. He testifies of the Son of God, and he is the means in which God inspires and reveals his will to his children. The Holy Ghost enlightens our minds and fills us with joy. And it is by his power that we may have the mysteries of God unfolded to us. The Holy Ghost shows us what we should do, and he carries our words into the hearts of those we teach. Even the remission of our sins, which is made possible by the atonement, comes by baptism and by fire, yea, even the Holy Ghost. So as we look at those examples that President Oaks gives us, we can come to understand that when we are sincerely seeking the Lord, 
and experience one of these manifestations, we can with confidence exclaim, and he did visit me. It makes our baptismal covenant almost come alive, doesn't it? To know that our righteous efforts permit us to always have his spirit to be with us, to reside in us, a dwelling place for him to come and visit us. How would your relationship with the Savior improve if we acknowledged and the Lord did visit me when we felt comfort or direction come into our mind? How could we not develop a love for him and a connection with him if we recognize that these opportunities and experiences were him visiting us? When you felt joy and enthusiasm at the sustaining of Russell M. Nelson as the prophet of God at the last general conference, did you consider, and the Lord did visit me in that moment, did your heart not soften? Did you not have a desire to believe all the words that came out of the Lord's servants' mouths? Did you not hunger to hear what the prophet of the Lord would have to say? And as general conference concluded, and you felt a renewed strength to press on, please see that this was a time in which you can testify, just like Nephi, that the Lord did visit me through the Holy Ghost we can develop a personal relationship with the Lord just like Nephi did. It starts with a desire to know the Lord and his ways. And it leads us to seek him, to petition him with all our hearts, to cry unto the Lord so that we may know his will, believing that we will receive the knowledge that we seek for. And because the Lord is who he is, we will then be able to say, just like Nephi, and the Lord did visit me. Sister Scriptorians, this week, pay attention to those tender mercy moments. Identify them more boldly, and then acknowledge in that moment, and the Lord did visit me. And I challenge you to write these moments down, to keep these sacred moments close to your heart, so that you can rely on them keep pressing on. Have a great week.